Oh, oh man. Hey, Steven, what's wrong? Well, I woke up Saturday. As one does. And I put on my favorite podcast. Oh, which one is that? The King Kong Minute, of course. Oh, of course. But there was a huge problem. What, bigger than a 24-foot gorilla? So much bigger. What was it? The podcast doesn't upload on Saturdays. No, King Kong Minute only uploads during the week. (sighs) I need more content. I need just a piece of it. Well, you can have a piece of it. For the price of an admission ticket. Really? Even on weekends? Well, whenever you want it. King Kong Minute uploads exclusive episodes on their Patreon once a month. There's more to listen to? Sure. You can subscribe to them for a small fee and get access to episodes talking about other King Kong-related content. You mean content? Yeah, that was my joke. Plus, if you subscribe to their Patreon, you'll be supporting them so they can continue making content for people like you. Well, what am I waiting for? I'll head over there right away and subscribe to the King Kong Minute Patreon. Welcome back to the King Kong Minute Podcast. We are here for week number six, and we are going to be talking about... uh, Hold on. You know what? Let me just uh, redo this, but I'm not going to cut it. We're just going to keep going. (laughs) Welcome to the King Kong Minute Podcast, the show where we analyze, scrutinize, and scrutinize. That's a word. Celebrate the 2005 film King Kong, one minute at a time. My name is Steven. And I'm Terry, professional scrutinalizer. (laughs) I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> Six Guys, weeks in and I'm already losing my marbles. Dear listeners, outside of things, it's been a day for both of us. Fair warning. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, but we will do our very best to provide only the highest quality entertainment for your ears, your ear holes. The utmost. Um, and even though this is utmost. not the Jurassic Park minute, we did spare no expense. Uh, ha, ha. I'm actually kidding. This is super budget. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, once we get those Patreon things up and running. If you want to hear better quality content, support subscribe our to our Patreon. And then we'll be rolling <laughs> in it. Or at least we'll be slightly less incompetent. Yeah. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about minute number 26. Yeah. Number 26. It starts with um, uh, Thomas Kretschmann as Englehorn saying, Have you found an enclosure to your taste? And it ends. With uh, an unknown pair of hands putting up a poster for the classic 1930-something movie, The Dame Tamer. Oh, man. I <laughs> I have things to say about that, but I think I'm going to save them for next time. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, yeah, anything special stand out to you about it this minute? Honestly, the only thing that I really want to focus on is the full implications of the chloroform bottles. Yes, me too. That was about it. That's like my big thing. Well, well, let's uh, let's let's get there. We'll start at the beginning. So, yeah. yes, we have um, Englehorn down in the in the hold with uh, Choi and Jack Driscoll telling him, you know, pick out your cage, and he says, "What are you, a lion or a chimpanzee?" and uh, offering him which cage, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, he, he just decides, I'll take this one, opens a cage door, and what comes rolling out but a bottle of chloroform. A large bottle of chloroform. And, you know, it's just kind of like, where were these things being held originally that Lumpy would find it so necessary to 
have them moved into a rickety, unsecured cage. You know, they're, they're, this raises a lot of questions. for In multiple departments, to be perfectly honest. Right. Yeah, so, firstly, yes, multiple departments. The ship's cook is apparently in charge of where to put the chloroform. Uh, chloroform storage? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> the, what... Well, do you think, hold on, hold on, wait, I've just might, I might have taken some, uh, connected some dots here. What, uh, what kind of meat do you think the ship's cook is preparing? Except for these rare endangered animals. Oh, no. Which they have to take down some way or other. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess you could say that the most innocent answer for why that there is so much freaking chloroform on board is they're normally an animal transport and an illicit animal transport. Some often a very dangerous animal transport, and they've got to use something to keep the creatures subdued. Um, All those lions and chimpanzees. Yeah. And white rhinos. Exactly. And uh, man, the white rhino comment still hurts. Um, it does. And, you know, just because I mentioned that, it's so. I should have mentioned this last time, but it's so sad thinking about how, you know, even the making of this film in 2005, white rhinos were most likely, yeah, it's endangered, but they were still viable. Mm. Right, we'll get well, there. White white rhinos are still a thing, but mm -hmm. northern right rhinos are not. Right, but all the same, like I the, like the point still applies. I think um, we'll talk more about that particular melancholy later. Um, but it's, uh, about the chloroform. Um, I mean, th this minute is pretty much all that. We've got, we, uh, we have the first of really awesome exterior shots of the venture at high sea, other than that. Yeah. But this sure. is all about building tension and foreshadowing surrounding large volumes of chloroform on board. Um, Chekhov's so, chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, do other, before I get onto my thing, um, was there anything else that we wanted to speculate about the presence of the chloroform on board? Is it just that you think it was just being used to subdue? any dangerous animals that they might be transporting or do we have any other musings yeah that that was my main cons I, I was just thinking rare animal taking them down without straight up killing them you know they had to find some way to keep them sedated while on these ship journeys i wasn't yeah. thinking anything anything really more than that uh-huh um no, I I tend to agree. I certainly can't think of anything else i mean Englehorn definitely doesn't seem like the most uh, morally upstanding guy, but he seems like he's the guy's got some principles, um, and I don't I don't think he's excessively sinister. To be perfectly honest, um, I don't think Hayes would be his first mate if he was. That could be. Uh, I definitely Hayes has some sort of moral compass here. Yeah. Um. There is something that I want to bring up, and this is just a general encyclopedia entry on chloroform as far as use, and okay. especially um, mis uh, misinformation about its use, let's call okay. it. And this will this will come up again much later down the line. But the use of chloroform as an incapacitating agent has been widely recognized, bordering on cliché, Due to the popularity, popularity specifically of crime and noir fiction, authors having criminals use chloroform-soaked rags to render their victims unconscious. We've all seen right. it at some point. Oh, yeah. However, it is worth noting that it is nearly impossible to incapacitate someone using chloroform like this. It takes at least five minutes of inhaling an item soaked in chloroform to render a person unconscious. 
Most criminal cases involving chloroform also involve another drug being administered, such as alcohol or diazepam, or the victim being found to have been complicit in administration. After a person has lost consciousness due to chloroform inhalation, a continuous volume must be administered, and the chin must be supported to keep the tongue away from obstructing the airway. Difficult procedure, usually requiring the skills of an anesthesiologist. So, not a couple of mooks abducting somebody. Um, in 1865, as a direct result of the criminal reputation that chloroform had gained, Medical Journal The Lancet offered a permanent scientific reputation to anyone who could demonstrate instantaneous insensibility, i.e. <laughs> losing consciousness instantaneously, which is hilarious that a medical journal thought it was bad enough that they had to throw shade on it publicly. It's like, no, you can't use it like this. That's not how it works. <laughs> please, please don't kidnap victims using this. Use a much safer way <laughs> yeah, of sedating your, yeah, exactly. your victims. <laughs> They're just like, listen, idiots. You're just going to embarrass <laughs> yourselves. Please roofie them at the bar instead of this. <laughs> it won't work. Yeah, that's right. And the Bill Cosby minute. Ooh. Ooh. Ow, Too wow, soon. okay. <laughs> uh, Too soon? No, but it's... Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, d- yeah. I saw him. I saw him live three minutes before all the news broke, or three minutes, three months before all the news broke about all that. It was like I was super proud for about three months. <laughs> uh, I had ten years on it at least, basically. Like I saw him when there I was in go. high school, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to waste any more time on this to him. Yep, that's fair. So I wanted to zoom in on the label because you get a really good yeah. look at the label when it gets uh, stopped under Englehorn's boot. Yes, and it says um, truck. <laughs> I'm not a pharmacist. Trichloromethane. It says keep upright in a cool place. And it says not to be taken. And there looks like a name that says either Helmer or Heimer Chemical Works. Helmer, and that's I'm all I... pretty sure. It looked like an H to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, either way. I um, don't know. It, there, there might be a little curve of an L down there. It might be an I. It's kind of hard to tell. Gotcha. And then the rest oh. of the small text on there is kind of blurry. Yeah, definitely too small to see. And, um, yeah, was yeah. there something else you had? Yeah, I just um, I thought that <clears throat> when um, Engelhorn started scolding Choi for not storing the chloroform properly, uh, he can see Jack in the background. He just kind of starts like looking at the cell that he opened. Like, oh wow, look at that! Uh-huh. Look at that. Hey, look, look at look at his fancy little cell. Wow. If only uh, there was nothing else to pay attention on right now. <laughs> yeah. to pay attention to right now. <laughs> no, it's it's hilarious. Like look on his face. It's like the like the gif of the monkey with its eyes slowly shifting. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's like you go over to. It. Yeah, you go to a friend's house and his parents start yelling at yes. him and you're like just sitting there. <laughs> Been in that situation so many times as a kid. Oh man. Yeah, and then uh, I did I did notice one thing. Did you have any note on the uh the shot of the large amount of chloroform? Um not in particular. Uh, I mean So, uh do tell. Do Yes, do I have two notes. Number one, you we at least see 14 bottles. I'm assuming yes. They probably have more, I guess, but we see 14 and then there are two things that look similar to, I don't know, grenades, bombs, something sitting there. Oh, Those yeah. Are replicas of the gas grenades they used in the 33 film to oh, take out Kong. Nice. So go, go, uh, Jackson. Nice. Throwing in more references to the original. I um, like it. I thought in this scene that if Jack was not already suspicious of what was going on, Englehorn made him suspicious by the way he treated this whole ordeal with the chloroform bottle. Mm. 
you would have been like, oh, okay, that's a bottle of something, but like they, they made such a huge deal out of it. And it's like, okay, all right, something's shifty's going on here. But now it just cinches it. Um, <laughs> in this minute, um, if you're reading with the original script that you can find online, there is more cut content of um, Preston interacting with uh, Anne, actually, and you see oh. um, uh, Denim popping in a little bit. And it's this brief little cut content of Denim basically saying, it's like, you told... Uh, it's like, you told Jack that my uh, typewriter was available for hire, right? And he's like, yes, uh, he didn't take it well. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's like it's like a small little interaction, but of all the stuff that they had to trim, I definitely see why they did trim it. It, it was largely inconsequential. Sure. It's still funny, though. I, yeah. I'll take all the, the Preston I can get. Fair. He is one of, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll mention this a little bit later on, but most of my favorite characters are side characters, and Preston is one of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so then we get the chloroform, then we get the open... Uh, unless you had more on the chloroform, nope. we have the open... Okay, perfect. Open sea shot of the venture. Great shot. Oh, um, I'm assuming man, that's one of the ones they fil- <laughs> Assuming that's one that they filmed with the actual ship that they retrofitted. Right. Because um, it, it's a very, very real-looking shot anyway. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, <laughs> a famous movie star putting up a poster for his own movie uh, called The Dame Tamer. <laughs> I... I, I... I want to save my remarks for next time because okay. then we can take in all of the other uh, glorious tableaus <laughs> of Baxter's previous work, and uh, I got some words. Okay, that's that's wonderful. So, um, is that it for that minute? I that's think like a so. Nice, that's a nice, tight little episode. Yeah. All right. Um, I have. Let's see. Well, we already brought up the Patreon, so let's bring it up again. We have our Patreon that will be coming out. Uh, we'll have some special episodes, so keep an eye on that. Um, once once it gets rolling, we'll put it in like the episode show notes, so you can mm-hmm. find the link, follow us, and support us, and we'll give you more content. Yeah. If you guys are really just hungering for uh, like tertiary and ancillary uh, Kong and like Monster Beave movie-related content, I definitely recommend you checking it out once it's available. Um we're doing an episode, uh, like a movie per episode kind of thing, and it'll just be all over the place. Um, we already have like a pretty decent idea of kind of stuff we want to do. Oh boy! <laughs> and like I said, it we're it's gonna be well, we're cutting way looser, honestly, <laughs> with this because guys, we're gonna be watching some doozies. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be fun. I'm I'm excited. But on this episode um, of Sharknado Minute, <laughs> Sharknado Minute. I bet that's, I don't know if that's been done, but I bet it. How about we do the Dame Tamer minute? No. I, you'd have to be paying me. <laughs> that's fair. Shh. They're All not right. supposed to know I don't pay you. <laughs> All right. Well, on that sobering note, folks, I think we're going to cut things short. You guys will hear us when you hear us. On the next episode of the, the King, King Kong, Kong Minute. Bye, everyone.